All right, everybody. Welcome to the Monster Baby Podcast. My name is Ted DeMaison. I am Lisa Rowland, and this is a curious romp through the worlds of mindfulness and improvisation. We got a fun episode for you today. Oh my God. We have very special guests doing a very special thing and talking all about that very special thing. Yeah. If you listen to our last episode on identity, we started with a game that I had learned from two guys, Dion Flynn and Josh Radner. And uh, we had so much fun with the game that I thought, why don't we invite them on? And they came on for this episode. Amazing. They said yes. The coolest. So these two guys are amazing. Dion Flynn is a teacher. He's an improviser, an actor, a comedian, an army vet. Uh, he's done loads of things, a writer, performer. He does a lot of applied improvisation, sort of using improvisation to foster connection, creativity, innovation, and really sort of focuses on this idea of an improviser's mindset, teaching that to people across industry to help them get better at those things. He's also very well known for his impersonation of Barack Obama on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. So you may have seen him there. Very funny. He's, he's really funny uh, in those scenes. And then Josh, they met at uh, graduate school at New York University. Josh is a, a pretty well-known actor at this point. It may be not as well-known that he's also a singer-songwriter, but he has gained his, his most notable fame from the TV show How I Met Your Mother uh, and is one of, the, one of the leads on that show. And, and so they've got this really strong relationship between between the two of them, it's developed over years of friendship and years of acting, and uh, we get a little window into it, and uh, we even got to play with them as well. So we had a ton of fun with the episode. Yeah, I hope you enjoy it as well, and uh, let us know what you think. Tell us on uh, on your podcast platforms, leave a review, or send us a note to info at monsterbabypodcast.com. For those of you who are new to Monster Baby, visiting for the first time, welcome. We're delighted to have you with us. If you want more information, go to monsterbabypodcast.com. You can send us a note there or go to playfulmindfulness.com. You can see the book that came out of the earlier podcast we did together. We'd love to connect with you that way. But let's get ourselves into the episode. Off you go. We're recording now, huh? We are recording now. Everything really, really matters now. <laughs> it's the high stakes stuff. High stakes. We're, we're just boom, dropping you right into the mix. And no, I, I'm so, so glad to join you. I meant to have you join us. I'll join you. This is, um, to be joined. I took that workshop at the Applied Improvisation Network online thing that you guys offered. And at the end, I had met you through the workshop you did with Kat earlier on inner voices right. and we talked about that on the podcast that we were so inspired by that talked with her about that and then you guys did this thing on clanging i got so turned on so lisa and i tried that out on our last episode and <laughs> just thought this is such a powerful vibrant thing there's so much to go into with mindfulness and improvisation that it would just be a delight to to get you on and hear some about your experience of it and and if there are any other threads for you guys about mindfulness and improv in your work and your lives and whatever, but again, welcome. I just have to ask, is this, is this just going to be audio or is there a video component to this? Uh, it is recording video, uh, but if you don't want us to, I mean, I, we don't know. No, no, no. I was video. just curious. Cause I mean, the possibilities are endless with putting Dion in different situations. <laughs> <laughs> He's in front of a green screen. Yes. The CGI <laughs> opportunities. So yeah. I was just wondering if that would be a component of this. 
We'd have to get the new technical levels to. Uh, to yeah. that. You know, this I gotta <laughs> say, this is the heart chakra color. It's a little <laughs> bright, but it is you know, it really triggers people. Like people can't handle that I have a, a green background. <laughs> But so I got a couple jokes that I've had to make up. I was on a podcast earlier this week, and I said that I'm in front of the large Kermit uh, that floats on the Macy's Day thing. No. I'm just like it's really close Kermit up. Kermit Green. That's what I was. Thinking. It is a Kermit Green. They couldn't. They they store it in my home office. That's where. So it's just right behind me. It's us. I mean, I got a good deal on some office space. Yeah. Over <laughs> overlooking there with the Macy's <laughs> Kermit. It's a trade off, but I'm into it. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Do you have a Kermit? You have a Kermit permit. What? That's weird. I also noticed uh, the green screen is the same color as the frame around the Zoom window. Thank you. Thank, you. thank yeah. you. You see yeah. the patterns. Thank <laughs> you. There's relevancy. Yeah. I had a yeah. Okay. is what it is. I had a pen this color when I was in like ninth grade, and I just loved it. It was actually a little lighter than this, but and there's something about my inner child that really likes this color anyway. Mm. Oh, Josh, I don't even know if you know this about my little green screen. It's legit. Oh. Dun, 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 this is a green screen. Dun, 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 it's yeah. a green screen. <laughs> it's meant to be a green screen. This is what it's built for. It's a, it's a, it's a what it is. It doesn't business. do other things. It's not dumb. It's not multitasking here. This is it's. It's like I think like oh he's got a green screen and you're like no it's a green screen. Yeah, that's right. No, I think it's totally the opposite. Different. I feel like yeah. it's just the oh, opposite. You think it's the opposite? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think it's the opposite. You think I have? Oh, what do you think this is? A green screen? No, this is a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> so much of that was lost in the transcripts. <laughs> it lies in the timing. It lies in the timing. You right? guys feel free to snip this out, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I just wanted. I was just curious. Anyway, it's great to be here with you both. Thanks for having us, and I'm and I'm so glad the, the clanging landed on you. It's it's such a kind of private, intimate friendship uh, point of bonding with Dion and I that when we take it out into the world and see it land on people, and then people, you know, uh, I don't know if you were there, Ted, but when they were they were clanging in Danish, were you on that call? Yes. Where- Yes. I mean, that was that was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I didn't understand a word. And it was hilarious. Yeah, it was, was really so great. That was really great. I was scared of it at first. I was like, what if clanging doesn't hold up internationally? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it did. Turns out that's Danging. so cool. It totally did. <laughs> With this, this thing was so fruitful and so interesting in another language for we we did play clanging on our last episode or we clanged, Although, I guess just, the but i had never heard it like ted ted texted me immediately after your workshop and was like i learned this thing you're gonna love it let and so on the next podcast he was like so here's kind of what it is and we tried it and then i heard you guys do it on a video and i was like oh now i understand <laughs> <laughs> so we did a sort of a cousin of clanging but we, we but now i think i understand sort of what, what how it goes That's so funny for our listeners can you give your little intro of like how what is this thing and how do you describe it if you're if you were going to teach it to somebody or show them how to do it what is it what is this thing one of my favorite things um that josh said started to say in our stage shows and i didn't realize i didn't realize this was what he thought or i hadn't clarified this for myself about clanging but i always loved it when he started to say in telling the story of how it started he would say you literally can't think of another thing outside of it while you're doing it and i think that's a great entry point um Hmm. 
into talking about clanging and mindfulness? <laughs> yeah, you know, we we developed this silly game when we were in grad school together in NYU in the late 90s. Um, and it has continued to morph and it's something that we have played. Uh, you know, I mostly live in LA, I'm moving back to New York, but we've played it, you know, across the country. It's There's a texting component, there's a voice component. Face-to-face -face is different than on the phone. I mean, there's all these different iterations of it. It started as a silly verbal tennis match where you just kind of keep the, the the ball in the air and there's it changes as it goes. But as we've sat with it and and opened it up and done public, uh, you know, performances with it, we've developed a kind of and we were we were interviewed quite extensively by a Juilliard professor who was really interested in the kind of metaphysical um, underpinnings of it or, or how mm. it might, you know, um, and and so we've really had to do a deep dive into the philosophy and and spiritual nature of the thing that it didn't start off that way, which is what I like. We weren't trying. We weren't saying like, let's create a game that that makes demands our fierce presence. Like none of that. It was just like we were trying to make each other laugh. Like that is yeah. the only thing we were doing. We we were in this is great we were in uh, a graduate acting program which is about six thousand five hundred hours of standing around uh in period costumes and learning <laughs> stuff but it was great i mean it was a great training i love that it changed my life but it's a lot of standing around so we were standing around one time backstage and because they, they make you stand in this sort of period way where you spine is erect and you you might have a glove to challenge a man to a duel i i came up to josh i said hey what if i challenge you to a duel or something like that and i slapped him with the glove and then he and then he took it slapped me and then at some point somebody said like what if you change the wording every time you got slapped what would that what would happen it was basically it was basically a what if Hmm. What if you change the wording every time you got slapped? And the little slap was like that slap that the Buddhist monk does when you're not paying attention in your meditation and he hmm. just cracks you with the bamboo. It's like that. It ends up being like that. Because like, wow, I just really got slapped with a leather glove. <laughs> and then I got to say something back. Because it's like, hey, and you know what I think it comes from? I never have said this before. I think it comes from I had a strong desire anyone who was available to Josh pay attention to this back. No, definitely not. But for the, but no, but for Josh's attention, pay attention to me. Hey, bam, are you? I, I can confirm that this was an overriding intention of Dion's for three years. Ago. And it didn't matter. It wasn't special. That wasn't particularly. No, he wanted that, everyone to pay attention. It was anybody in my kinosphere. Right. Oh, you're yeah. kidding. You're both in acting school and you're looking for someone to pay attention no, to thank you. Level. Thank the, you. Dion's <laughs> quest no, to get my attention to everyone was on a different level. Josh <laughs> was really Josh was really good at hiding his. I was withholding in a way that provoked his childhood wounds. Well, no, he <laughs> But can I also say, he makes it seem like we were doing a restoration comedy. We were actually, when this was developed, we were doing a Nigerian folklore play. We were not in these costumes. Wow. Is that what is, was it? Was during Thunder but There Kings? was a glove lying around. Yeah, there were gloves. Right. Well, there's a little bit of dispute, like sort of in the origin story. Uh, I remember it being a, a large black glove. And I remember a... A dainty woman's glove. 
Like we literally had a leather glove. I, I, I have often in the past, I used to call it a, a, a large OJ Simpson double homicide glove, but I've uh, come to realize that's not that hmm. funny, really. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. You could, call, you could call it a Darth Vader glove, it sounds like. Oh, a Darth Vader glove. Yeah. Very it's also, large. Uh, Dion, I don't know if you, you get startled. You make a reference. Uh, <laughs> you make a reference now that's that at the time was the greatest topical reference you could make. And then three quarters of our audience does not understand that reference. Oh, that's right. You know what I mean? What, yeah, the O.J. Simpson glove? Yeah, reference? I mean, it's like the that's the mm-hmm. one of the weird things about aging. There were, there was I was with some friends last night and they referenced something about a Marion Berry flavor ice cream. And I said, the crack smoking DC mayor has an ice cream named after him. And they said, no, that's not what it is. It's something else, like some other thing. There's I don't another, know. Is there another Marion Berry? I need to get clarification on this. Oh, I will. Jesus. We'll put this in the show notes. I'll clarify. <laughs> I think there is such a thing as a Marion Berry. I mean, a berry. It's a literal oh, that fruit. Might be it. it might be a uh, Marion Berry. Uh, it's a, a fruit. Berry. Like it is a, and yeah. I thought, I can't believe this guy has rebounded to the point where he has an ice cream named after him. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about energy rehabilitation. Somebody like, named that guy after a fruit. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. like the Rob Ford ice cream. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> exactly. Political exactly. resurrection. There's a whole disgraced mayor line from Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's another here's another fun thing about clanging. At its essence, it's a it's a rummage. It's like a rummage party. Josh has a trunk of references and knowledge mm. and things he's read and seen, and he's got a weirdly good memory for pretty much everything. And I've got this collection of stuff that I've been dragging around with me going, can I make use of this anywhere someday? <laughs> like, is anybody ever going to, like, ask for this stuff? Mm. <laughs> someone I pay mean, attention to this. Yeah, someone, can, yeah, someone this? <laughs> can we can we can we blend this or what? I don't know. This is after the fact, whatever. But it ends up it ends up being this. I'm pull out a shirt and throw it up against his thing. And we twist it around and it comes back. And it's he knows things like he knows. I don't know how Josh thinks about this. We don't talk much about this, but I wonder sometimes if if he feels he's going down a vein that I don't really know much about. I wonder if he senses that and then clangs in some direction that I would know about and vice mm. versa. Um, There's not much that I know that Josh doesn't know. So that's tough. Well, sometimes to go- I say, well, I, I, I best take this out of the halls of academia and return it to more populist ground <laughs> so my friend Dion can understand <laughs> what can I'm keep saying. Up. But here, okay, so here, here's what lets me play with Josh. I don't require of myself that I know all about a topic before I can completely hold forth on it. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> I try to have at least a passing knowledge <laughs> of something before I before I hold forth. Yes, that is. Uh, I would say that's true. D. So I have I have inner permission to sort of bull, bullshit a little bit about stuff. Yeah, yeah but but I'm I'm always happy to be able to like say something back in the clang when Josh has made like a, a crazy reference. Um, so anyway, so there's that just nuts and bolts though. It's two guys back and forth taking words and sort of using them like taffy. One guy's feeding purple taffy into it. One guy's feeding black taffy. I'll let you decide which guy has the black taffy <laughs> and they twist it around and then they give it back to each other. And they never go off and just go do their own thing. It's always right here together. 
back. Yeah. Now it's yours. I I'm going to shut up for about three to 10 seconds and I'm going to totally listen to you. It's always taffy yeah. adjacent. What did you say? It's always taffy adjacent. Yes, it is taffy adjacent. <laughs> and that that time where you're listening to the other person is absolutely vital because if you don't listen to them, you won't have anything to do with your next move. And that's where the thing becomes this kind of metaphysical, spiritual, psychological practice. Because you, when you're clanging, you cannot do anything but participate in the clang. It's a, mm -hmm. it's it 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 prohibits multitasking, right? Yeah. So, so if the great sages, you know, of every tradition say presence, the now is where you'll find the gold. Then somehow Dion and I have taken our our training in improv and 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 words, our love of language, and we've spun it into this comedic improvisational spiritual practice where we actually you know sometimes dion will call me or i'll call dion and we'll be in a state something will be going on in our lives that is troubling upsetting unsettling um and we need to clang to get back to the present moment you know that there's something mm. there's a balm in it right like it, there's mm. a solace in um, taking a break. It's almost like dethroning our ego from the wherever perch we're on and saying like, no, I'm just going to enter into this game where um, you're not more, no one's more important than anyone else. And in fact, at the best uh, moments, and this is a, where you enter into flow state, you both disappear. You know, it, you get you, the, the third thing becomes the thing. The, mm, that's the, right. The third, it becomes a third thing. That's right. These little scenes, right? You notice with clanging, if you start to get into the fabric of it and sort of assess what's the fabric of this, what's the texture of the narrative, will it's almost like a Walt Whitman poem in that it will go to a field. It'll be in a field with farmers and there's corn for a little while. And then the farmer will have a problem and he'll do something and 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 then we'll weave out of that. And then we're in another place entirely. And when you're in the field with the farm and the corn and all that, it's not a dialogue. That's the other part that's hard mm -hmm. to make people understand mm -hmm. is it's not a dialogue. Occasionally, one iteration, Josh speaking, one iteration, Dion speaking, will be us speaking to each other in that world that has, has created itself. But most of the time, it's a sand mandala. Yeah. In that it's mm. the wind blows and you make a new one. Wind right. blows, you make a new one. Now, we only have these sands that are right here, and it's still the same player, so it kind of looks similar to the one that we just had. But they're always changing and morphing, and they're not precious. It's mm. it, Just to, to bring a, another untopical <laughs> reference, it's like the Etch-a-Sketch. Remember Etch-a-Sketches when we were yeah. kids, right? So you make the thing, and then you shake it to get – but there's a faint – uh, before mm -hmm. you, if you haven't shaken it enough, there's a faint. So you use the, the the faint outline of the thing that came before it to quickly sketch something else. And then Dion shakes it down. And then, mm -hmm. you you know, but there is that kind of like um, it can be uh, you can hook into the the sound of the, the word or the words and you can find something from the sound. You can take the content. And like Dion said, these scenes start developing that um you know and then those get wiped away i mean it's a, a sand mandala is actually a great metaphor because you make something beautiful and then it's gone the ocean takes it away you know you just you can't you can't cling to any of it 
and this can't cling to the clang. This uh, this isn't like you're talking about the ocean taking it away, like after every line almost right like it's not like yeah. after every session it's like okay i said this thing and but now it's changing and now we're moving into a new place and it kind of doesn't matter what has come before it's this like hyper attention on the immediately preceding moment rather than hanging on to some theme that's building over the course of the entire thing and you'll Correct. see bo that's a great observation a great way to put it and i'll just add two things when the beach comes up right and it takes something away when the water comes up onto the beach and it takes something away you still see a trace i mean the, the ocean does a great job but there's still a little trace there's a little it's like there's a there's a soup you know what it's like an etch-a-sketch dion the metaphor i just used which was pretty good and i don't know why you needed to go into your Beach metaphor when we had the Etch-A-Sketch going, but go on, go on. Well, you'll notice when you hear this back that I was actually listening to Lisa and incorporating what she added. So that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll pick that up when you go back through it. Um, you'll we'll see, see that I was... In. We'll see you it in. You'll but see then, I was really attending to the... When, wait, when, wait. when you do the visual component, you'll see some water coming in behind Dion. <laughs> And taking him away. Just, <laughs> with just a, the faintest outline of Dion remains. Yeah. That, but there's, a, there's also a soup in Africa where a piece of the soup has always been in there for hundreds of years. They took a, they, they make a pot and then they'll take a ladle out and that will be used to make the next pot. So theoretically, it's always been there, passed down. I think it's called oh, pepper pot. It's called pepper like, pot or something. That like sounds that. like sourdough or yogurt. Yeah, like sourdough it's, starter. It's like you build the next one with a remnant of the first one. Oh, yeah, hundreds, hundreds of years old. So that's what it is. It's, it's me all making of fun of Dion just led to some wonderful new metaphors. So, <laughs> so that well, was here's what's so funny. I credit myself with I already had it locked and loaded when I started clarifying the beach thing. But here, look, this will make everything come together. <clears throat> and this will help Josh forgive me. <laughs> um. I was raised by a television. Josh came from a good family. I was raised by a television in a trailer park. So I actually even know the, I know the Etch-A-Sketch theme. Do you remember it? Lines appear, magically turn it upside down. It's gone, you'll see. Ohio art, digga, 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 Etch-A-Sketch. Thank you. Wow. wow. I actually have, don't think I've ever heard the Etch-A-Sketch theme song. I never heard it either, but you know that my grandfather ran a plastics company that made the red edge of the Etch-a-Sketch. Uh, wow! I'm remembering this, I loved Did his have... memoir. I loved his memoir, Edge of Sketch. Edge of Sketch. Did edge they have a theme sketch. song, Josh? Do you remember the theme song for I, the Red Edge? No, I don't remember. I never. I didn't know there was one until Dion said it in this moment. But that is well, cool. you know, I like that Etch-a-Sketch joins you. <laughs> um, so when you first took it public, um, what was that? In what context were you invited to do this for people? And did it feel we foisted it upon the public vulnerable? <laughs> like, well, like, what was that? Like? And how did it change doing it in front of people instead of just like this thing that you do with each other where you sort of like get into a tunnel and does it? Yeah. Do you, does it? Those are my questions. <laughs> The first clue, look, I can, uh, the first clue <clears throat> that I had, I don't I think Josh felt the same way, that anybody would even want to watch this was back when we did it in graduate school, um, people would watch in, in kind of hypnotized. One girl in particular, we always cite, uh, Pascal, a classmate of ours. And, and, and so then that was in, that would have been 96 through 99. And then in about 2011 or 12, 
after doing it on the phone and through text and live when we would meet, <clears throat> I said, would we dare to actually wrap an audience around this? I think people might enjoy it if they watched it. What do you think? And what did you think? Um, I mean, I was, I, I, I for someone who makes their living being in front of people, I always find it terrifying <laughs> to do it. And, and especially bringing something new forward, which is where all the gold is. I mean, it almost was like we had to take what we learned from clanging and actually apply it then to the clanging show, which is like, you know, risk. And um, I mean, what, what's crazy is you don't, you, you know, you truly don't know what's going to, you're getting a word from the audience to start the thing. Like you do not know, I know I'm describing improv it generally, but it really, um, there, there are, um, I would say that, that that what gives me faith is that I really trust my scene partner, my dance partner out there. And I know that if I, uh, one of the great things about clanging is you don't have to come up with something clever. And in fact, mm -hmm. trying to be clever is it will, will trip you up mm -hmm. in clanging. If you pause and try to be funny, it doesn't quite work. What works is the rapidity and the 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 tennis match, the back and forth, and trusting that your partner's going to you know slap you awake mm -hmm. to the point where your um, I don't know what part of your brain it is, but the part of your brain that is not the logical part that that is going to make connections that are you know would it would it I, before we get deeper into the weeds, do you want to just hear a little of this before that would be great for your listeners. That'd yeah, be great. I, I think the the tangible example will put everything we've said into into snapping into context in a, in a fun way. Yeah, and I and I always I always want to say this: this could be bad, this could be silly, this could be lame, this could not work, this could you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. this, uh, we also try to remember that sometimes the very our very famous favorite moments come after a kind of a period of doldrum, like a little bit of a like, oh, we're nothing's happening, <laughs> you know? And I know Dion, you know, from all his years of improv, like that nothing's happening is very fertile ground. I remember I watched a very famous improviser at UCB one time and his ability to sit with nothingness and nothing happening for quite a while until he caught a wave. It was like he, it was like a surfer. Like he let the little waves go by yeah. until a big, big enough one came by and, and he caught it. And it was just extraordinary. The, the amount of patience and ability to risk discomfort, not only for himself, but the audience, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. He, he, yeah. It was, he, he was like an, he was like an Etch-a-Sketch. Hey, do you, do you think that's enough water? Is that a big enough jug for you to get hydrated? Or? <laughs> What's funny is it's connected to a hose. <laughs> this is the tip of a fire hose. Wow. That's, I wonder Part of your new work workspace. <laughs> All right. You, do you guys want to give us a word to start? Yeah. Um, Any uh, word? Sprinkler. 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 Spr oh, sprinkler. Henry Sprinkler. Henry Sprinkler is exactly what I was thinking. Exactly what I'm sprinkling. This is exactly what I'm sprinkling. This is exactly what I want to be sprinkled with. This, <laughs> I'm here at Sprinkle Dome, and I'd like to be sprinkled with that, please. Glitter me up. <laughs> Glitter me up, Bob. <laughs> Glitter me up, Bob. Captain, Glitter me up, Bob. Glitter, uh, Bob, I'm ready to be glittered up. Bob, I'm ready to be glittered up.
Bob, I'm covered in butter. Pour on the glitter. Bob, I'm covered. Bob, color me buttered, but I'm ready to glitter. Color me butter. I'm a glitter master. Cover me in butter and take me to your master. <laughs> Cover me in butter and take me to your king. Cover me in butter and then take me immediately to the king. I'm going to cover your hit song. Cover me in butter and take me to the king. <laughs> my favorite, let's see, my favorite Paul McCartney cover has to be mm, Take Me to the King. <laughs> take me to your king. Take me to your king. Take me, take me, king. <laughs> <laughs> take me and king me. <laughs> take me and queen me. <laughs> take me. Take me to the queen and then king me. <laughs> I just saw the queen. Boy, did she king me. <laughs> oh, boy, I just saw the queen and she kidnapped me. <laughs> I've been kidnapped by your queen. I've been kidnapped. <laughs> Hello, I'm in the dungeon. I've been kidnapped by your queen. Please, please give me all the money. I've kidnapped your queen. Bleed, bleed, bleed or be kidnapped by the queen. Hmm. Uh, I committed quite the faux pas. I bled all over the queen. Uh, I, I bled and then I went to go see the queen. I pled the fifth. I've never met the queen. I've never met the queen myself. I've never met. I've never bequeathed anything to myself. I've never. Why would I bequeath anything to you? You are the ruler of the nation. <laughs> you are the ruler of this nation. You're the ruler of the nation. You, you have ruined this nation. You have ruined this party. <laughs> Your Honor, this man has ruined this butter party. Your Honor, I'm here to say that this man has absolutely ruined this party. You have, sir, you have ruined the, this party. Sir, you have ruined this party and you will not be receiving a parting gift. Uh, this is your parting gift. It's your party. You can gift if you want to. It's your party. You can cry if you want a gift. You, you, you're crying. Let me guess. Someone's in the corner crying because they didn't get a gift. <laughs> someone's, in, someone's in the corner crying because they don't have the gift of the gab. Someone's in the kitchen with a diner gabbing away. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah Shore gabbing away. Someone's in a diner with Burt Reynolds and Dinah Shore. <laughs> Meet me in a diner. I'll be with Burt Reynolds and Dinah Shore. I was over in a diner at a small little diner with Dinah Shore. My favorite suburb of, uh, of Minnesota to meet Burt Reynolds, that would be a diner. <laughs> favorite, my favorite city to meet Burt Reynolds in for a little tryst rendezvous, a diner. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite tryst with Burt Reynolds would have to have been an Edina. <laughs> Edina. Edina. Eat Dinah. Weird dying up here. Weird guys are up here. Weird guys are up here. You must get here. Listen, give me a flashlight. I heard some weird guys up here. I'm in a room surrounded with weird guys. You gotta get up here. Listen, I, they're gonna hear me if I talk too loud, but there's some weird guys in here. I've been kidnapped by a bunch of weird guys and I'm not going anywhere. Listen, I've been attacked by a bunch of weird guys. I've been touched by a bunch of weird guys. Listen, I like to keep in touch with a bunch of weird guys. I've suddenly attached to a bunch of weird guys. Listen, I'm I, 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 a bunch of weird guys, but I'm, I've, I've committed myself to staying in touch and keeping and staying attached. I got initiated into a gang. We're called the Weird Guys. I've got a niche for you, buddy. It's called the Weird Guy Gang. The Weird Guy Gang. Weird Guy Gang. Weird Guy Gang. This Weirdy, Weirdy Guy Gang. This Friday. At eight. Mugu Gaipan this fall on NBC. Mugu Gaipan this Friday 
this fall. <laughs> Mugu Gaipan, you've fallen. Mugu Gaipan, you've called me. <laughs> don't call me Mugu Gaipan. Don't don't call me late for dinner, especially if you're serving Mugu Gaipan. <laughs> and that's clanging, folks. Wow. Bravo. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, it is really, it is um del- it's tr- truly delightful to watch you get delighted by f- what you find inside that inside that experience cool. like That's it's, it's a hear. real treat to watch it yeah it's mm-hmm. nice cool and it-, it does feel like it's one of these things where i've reflected on this with improv a lot which is this idea that joy is crucial like you can't really do it if you're not actually having a good time like you're not going to be worth anything on stage if you're not having finding joy and this feels like it's the linchpin it's like there's no technical correctness here it's like you just got to play like it's really got to be playful mm-hmm. which is it's infectious i understand why it mesmerizes people i mean it mesmerizes me but mm-hmm. that idea of like i'm just watching people really connect on the on such a minute level it's like really so cool you know you know it also it also occurs to me that there's such a difference between me and Dion sitting on a park bench in New York clanging with each other with zero audience but each other and even the two of you or thinking that that people will be listening to this it does I mean I you know it, it, it you know one of the definitions of of acting is is just being private and public right so so there's something about um there's the ever so slight um you know thing on my shoulder saying like people are watching this people are listening to this and they're there i can notice myself saying uh being uh, you know i i give the disclaimer oh there might be some doldrums and i sound very wise and sage but what i'm actually saying to myself is like don't panic mm. Mm-hmm. it's okay <laughs> you know because i'm a recovering perfectionist you know mm-hmm. i i i want I want that. I, I want the clang we do on the podcast to be the best clang that's ever been. But the the clang is life. It's like saying every day has to be the best day. And and as I get older, I I I have um, you know taken away this idea that that things have to be great all the time or mm. exciting all the mm. time or perfect all the time. It's just like life is just everything, and the clang is life <laughs> that, that sounds like, about it that wow, sounds a lot yeah. like the the dynamic that hosting a podcast is as well if you've got if you've got two people hosting it's like there are times when with me and lisa where i'll think or if i go back and listen or if i'm doing the editing after i'll think oh i got a little self-conscious there and i was trying to do a podcast but our right. the sweet moments are when we're just kind of bouncing back and forth it's not clanging but it's that same kind of verbal tennis right it's just boop, there boop, boop, boop. absolutely when one thing i've noticed is <clears throat> excuse me is as i've done this over the years and also you know gone deeper and deeper into improv and then teaching it and then bring it to people that don't do it at all when i go into work with people and help them you know iterate more rapidly without self-judgment i i see how much josh and i just do it even more than veteran improvisers in some ways Mm -hmm. without the self-recrimination you know oh self-doubt did i do that thing right i'll watch people people that are just they're showing me let's say i'm being introduced as their their new coach or creative midwife guy and i will watch them 
hold themselves back on every phrase. Every phrase of idea is not allowed to flow without, I probably shouldn't have, and maybe not, and that's probably not going to be good. And they bring the judges and the killers and the refiners and the editors in at the same phase that they bring in the, just the kid, the yeah. kid who's just, now we're not working without form here. So it's not just one kid by himself emptying a trunk out. Mm -hmm. We're really listening carefully to each other. And I'm trying to impress Josh. I want him to be happy with what I gave him back. I want him to laugh. I want him to see that I'm smart. There's a lot of things that go on inside of those nanoseconds. Um, and that's why I found the right partner, you know, to do this with, because I do care that it makes him laugh. I do care that it tickles him intellectually, both. I wanted mm -hmm. to do both. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, and also it helps that I I find few things as satisfying as making Dion Flynn laugh. Like I really trust his comedic radar. Mm. And, and, and I know this from, from grad school, he doesn't laugh unless he thinks something's funny. Like he only, he will, he will not laugh if it's not funny to him. And, and to me, that's a, you know, having that kind of like hit trusting his radar, there's something just so satisfying about it. That's why in, in a lot of ways, you, you know, it's so funny, like, um, it's like kind of like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear, like if Dion and I just clang for each other and no one's around to laugh, but the two of us, it still feels as satisfying as a theater full of people yeah. laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it really does. It's one of the few things where that, <laughs> that the intimacy is just like, it's just precious, you know? Well, let me just add this. <clears throat> you asked a great question before about what were the differences once you started performing and how was, was it received and what did it do to the clanging? Here's one thing, and it relates to what Josh just said. I began to realize once we performed that the audience was a character. They were in mm. it. They were part mm. of the show. And like we could, what I discovered was that we could clang faster than they could keep up with. We actually had to slow it down to yeah. make room for them. Mm -hmm. and, and I think yeah. we figured out how to do that. And in that way, That's on some level, a live audience like buys you a tiny bit more time. <laughs> right. In, in, you know? veteran, in veteran clang time, it's eons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you, like, yeah. do you like that? Or are you really like, you man, use it. but it's good when we can just you use like, it. You fly. use it. You use it like anything else. It's, a, it's a just like, it's like playing on grass rather than clay. You just, uh -huh. you use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, 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 yeah, that's that, I hadn't really. No, you're right. I got nothing. So th there was a you. You just mentioned Josh this intimacy between the two of you, and that you know each other so well, and you clearly delighted in each other's presence, and you've been together for so long. Do you clang with other people, and if so, does it feel like cheating? You know, I mean, I don't you want to expose open, any infidelities or anything. Are you, but are you in an open clanging relationship? A hundred percent, it does. I have I have some friends. I have one friend in particular who's seen our live show a couple times. And he'll try to start clanging with me. It's almost like a like a little bid for intimacy, like like he strokes my arm in bed or something, you know. And I, you know, I kind of I'll do it a little bit, but I just, you know, Dion's the only person I trust that I can like catch the wave with. So I, you know, uh, my girlfriend Jordana's heard us do this a couple times, 
And uh, we'll do it joking, but she can't go on because she'll go, we're clanging. <laughs> like she just stops and goes, You're like, we it's clang? over, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she, she pops the champagne uh, a little too soon. Um, <laughs> Look what we're doing. <laughs> You're like, it's over. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm a fairly monogamous uh, clanger with Dion. I, you know, I'm the more promiscuous one. Uh, and I have to tell you, it's very different. It's different. It's like doing any number of intimate things with a different partner. It's very different. And and the styles are different. I got, uh, I don't know if I should name the people or whatever. I won't. I'll just say, like, there's a, there's a Tony Award winning buddy of mine who likes it, who really likes it. He's a very good actor as, you know, um, I hate but Nathan it, Lane. But <laughs> You're always bringing up Nathan Lane. <laughs> no competition. There's no competition there. No, it's another guy, but he's a dramatic actor. And he's a television actor and everything. Very different. Like I tried to introduce through text clanging because we would do it live and we would also do it through text clanging, me and this other guy. And, and, and I tried to introduce some of the text clanging rules and jargon that josh and i have developed over 20 years and he was like fuck you i'm not doing that oh, interesting <laughs> that's basically what he said can we curse on this i don't oh, know of course Sorry. you can yeah. Yeah. um yeah he was like i'm not doing it i'm not doing that you know it might be fun it might be fun to share what what happened was you know we both used to live in new york city i moved to la largely and i've lived here over the last however many years so we weren't together um, so it became, we developed text clanging, which is more of a literary kind of writerly uh, version of clang, because you can think about it, you know, and we text back and forth and, um, and, and we um, developed a response system that is, uh, we want to know, well, did this make you laugh? Like, what was your response to this? So we have a coded kind of system around texting. So there's L, which well, is there's, the well, there's smile. Yeah. Smile. This made me smile. L, this made me laugh. Uh, L-O, this made me laugh out, not quite out loud, but almost out loud, but or a little out loud. L-O-L, classic, this really made me laugh. Uh, L-M-A-O. Oh, that's the that's the holy grail. That's the right crown there. jewel. I mean, if you get an L-M-A-O, it, L-M-A-O sometimes ends the clang because Stops it's like- Stops you in your tracks. It's, it's like, a blackout. Yeah. It's like a blackout. One. And see, um, yeah. But there's also- Laugh plus, laugh minus, LO plus, LO minus. There's oh internal wow. laugh. I laughed on the inside. Right. <laughs> there's and also. There's ha. Ha has come up in the last four years. Ha has come up. Ha plus. Uh, very clever. VC. Right. Very VC. Creative. Very, very clever. VCR so is, is very like, creative. Is this like after every line? Like after no. every line? No. Sometimes just like you when you nothing. get a. Right. Nothing well, okay. Okay. So let me introduce that. Okay. So no. Yes. If there, if one comes up every time, if you have legitimately one of those responses every time, you give one. L smile ha pa plus lol lmao. But if there's nothing, and you just return the clang, sometimes that will just come back and on with no commentary. And sometimes this the, is the, the person who sent it will say, you know. Uh, twiggle basically it thought it would have got a laugh t-w-g-a-l right yeah. twiggle right and my favorite thing to write back in that one is y-t-w you thought wrong <laughs> so the vulnerability but you gotta understand right so the vulnerability the vulnerability that has 
emerged over time to say, hey, I really thought that would have got a laugh or something before you just went by. <laughs> and like, then to be able to be so honest and just go, you know what? It didn't. It and did. that's it. And don't put yeah. me on trial. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and they're equal. It's like a meta clang, right? You, like, you have developed this, this back and forth with each other. It sounds like you're doing the verbal tennis on the evaluation of the verbal tennis. Correct. I just love how much that points to the fact that this you are so much playing for your partner's delight that that you have right. to develop a system to be like, here's how delighted I was with what you just yes. said. Or not. And there's right. like a vast range. I mean, that's like a lot of levels. If you, of if delight. you cut out body language and facial recognition and the sound of laughter, mm. we're like, how will I know what this is? So we right. have, we, we've developed, and in some ways, you know, when we're text clanging, we're, um, we're, we're, you're the protagonist in the clang or the duo, you're the audience watching, and you're also the judge holding up the scorecard right. <laughs> all at the same time, you know? So, well, when you get into text clanging, is it like, okay, we're like gonna go in for a session and we're gonna be sort of back and forth pretty quickly or could it expand beyond like across a day or, you know? Okay, like, so well, now there's the clang back, CB, which is clang back. Clang back, I'm <laughs> restless, I want your clang back. Right, CB, because <laughs> if, if it's been a while or CBB, which is clang back, bitch. Which You're means, like, where are you? Don't leave me hanging here. I thought clang back was just a more forceful, like clang back back. I didn't oh, no, know. No, no, for me it was bitch. It was always okay. bitch. It was well, like- here's another. here's another thing. We developed a thing you didn't know I was calling you a bitch all that time. <laughs> now you know. If you if you if you send a text, if I send a text to Dion, he will clang it back. Like if I say, "Are we still on for noon?" He will say, "Are you still on for spoon?" Right? He'll he'll clang it unless I write NC, which means non-clang. This is a non-clang. So NC is like before I even say anything, I'm saying, "Don't clang this back." I mean, didn't I claim back your birth, your birth announcement? My birth yeah, he announcement. He told me his yeah. son was born. Because I was so excited. <laughs> and he forgot and he to write NC. And he clanged it back. I just years clanged ago. it back. I didn't say congratulations. I just, <laughs> I said, look, we have a rule. There are rules here. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you look and back you need to, them. You look back to our email chain, anything. There's always an NC in the in the subject line. Because mm. like, like, I, I got to get down to business here. There's not, I'm not playing with you. This is a yeah, meaningful yeah. Communi right. communication. I also right. like that it says clanging is our default. That that our right. main right. communication right. is clanging. Yeah. And I'm saying, I'm putting an asterisk by this that we are not doing that right okay. now. I have to so label that, those moments. Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. It's like, is right. Superman right. always Superman or is he Clark Kent? Like, yeah. is he Clark Kent become Superman or is it, what is it? Yeah. It's always Superman, I think. I want to say something about that. Okay. So when I arrived at NYU, I was, I had run away from home. I was a feral creature. I didn't have a lot of close. I didn't have a, these people were all parasoled, pale, you know, defeat. This is, uh, this is a ridiculous <laughs> thing he's saying right now. Just let's bracket it's rich. that. It's rich. <laughs> so these people are all parasoled and just from nice schools. It was very Edith I, Wharton in very the late Edith Wharton. <laughs> These people came from nice families. They had been inside with each other. They had been, I had been homeless. And then to not sleep outside, I joined the army where we slept outside more. So that's where I had been. And I came in after that. And I was not used to being around civilized people. So for me, the clanging, here's what it provided for me in the beginning. I can have an iteration with this guy. He's, he's a friend. We can both 
be funny and quick and clever and throw in our, you know, our references and all that stuff. I'm not saying anything that's making uh, an enemy. And he's able to sort of play with me and go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Boom. It was like a, it was like a cage yeah. that held a friendship that was hard for me to have. Yeah. It's like this scaffolded, there are rules of social interaction that also give this sex like, brings tears to my eyes, like brings, gives you the experience over and over and over of being attended to, right? Yes. Like when you talk about being yes. feral and coming in with like, yes. sort of having been left in, I mean, I don't know your story, but like in-, in I any was other, left, go ahead, I was left, good, ways. you nailed it. And, um, or missed somehow or dry, you know, whatever. And then like you show up and it's this intense level of intimacy on one level without, you know, like, yeah, of constantly being seen, your, your, your contribution taken integrated and responded to is like what a healing powerful very process. very and i got cut off i got cut off every five to ten seconds so that i didn't dominate so it mm. kept me with good manners mm. it forced mm. me to have yeah. good conversation manners like if you were somehow able yeah. to aggregate all every clang text you know verbal performance it's probably 50 50 in terms of airtime because that's just how it's set up mm -hmm. and out of getting together in new york city you know if we're, we're walking around dion started taping a lot of them so we have some kind of classic clangs on on you know recorded and then you you pop into a diner and then dion says i met a woman and i think i'm gonna marry her and then you start talking about love and relationships and you know what I mean? Like a French, like we were friends in school, but you know, Dion, uh, we, you know, I, I look back in school, I was an unformed being, Dion was too. Like it's allowed us this, I like the word scaffolding that you use, Lisa, the, the it's, it, it's provided us this scaffolding that out of that um, has really blossomed like a quite an intimate friendship. Like I really trust, like sometimes I'm I, I need Dion, his counsel. Like, I really trust his counsel. I also know I'm not going to get it for 20 minutes because he's going to start clanging immediately. Hey, okay, <laughs> now, now, right there, so that makes me sound like I'm the one that, like, doesn't read the room. Josh was upset the other day, and he called and initiated a clang. He, and right. even commented on it afterwards. He was like, you know what? I was upset about this thing. We, we, we got onto it. But he was just noting of himself, wow, I clanged first. Instead I, of addressing that I also that first. think I needed the grounding practice of it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, what do you think? Let's let's do another one, D. Well, let's I, do it. We, we, I know we only have a little window of time, and I, I want to honor your, your out here. And I wonder, at the risk of proposing something um, oh, inappropriate, if we could try it with the four of us. Let's do it. So if we if we go, I don't know if you yeah, have the same do view, but if we go yeah. Dion, no, Ted, no, no. Josh, Listen, we... Lisa, and just go around that way. Dion, Ted, Josh. Yes, that sounds good. That sounds right. Dion, I'm going to put the screens in that order. Dion, Ted, oh, Josh, Lisa. Okay. Can... Now, we may pause you, okay, to just give you like one of the little helpful tips that sometimes come up for people. Okay. Yeah, please do. Right. Good, good, excellent. <clears throat> okay, so let's come up with a word. Who sees an object in their vicinity? Um, let's go with Rose. 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 Roses. A dozen roses. 
it doesn't if it doesn't rain it doesn't roses if it doesn't rain roses will not grow roses roses refuse to grow outside the rain roses never grow outside in the rain rose has never grown outside in the rain rose will never grow up if it's raining i groaned when i saw rose out in the rain oh a real groaner rose rose up in the rain oh yeah rose rose up on me in the rain i groaned just rose and rose i total groaner i pulled my groin when i hoisted rose <laughs> I, I pulled my groin hoisted hosing rose I, I pulled such a boner and you'll think i mean that more dirty than i do since i was hosing rose i mean it's a little bit dirty i was hosing rose <laughs> it sounds a little filthier than it was, but I did hose down Rose. Yes, okay, the allegations are true. Rose was hosed down by me. All right, all right. No alligators in here because Rose has got to uh, is ho is got to get cleaned off. Hey, but bring bring in the alligator. We got to hose Rose down. Come on. Um, I hate to hate to spoil the party. Rose was just eaten by an alligator. <laughs> Listen, Rose is gone. So is her hose. Alligators are full. That's then you can tell the story on your own. Rose is gone, an anteater was eaten, and the alligator is now full. The anteater was eaten, Rose is gone. Look, I'm going to call it a successful party. The anteater was eaten, and Rose is dead. Whose anteater is here and whose is eaten, Rose is gone. That's all we got. Somebody's auntie is at the door looking for a Rose alligatorman. Oh, is Rose here? Uh, hi, I'm looking for my auntie, Rose. Hi, auntie Rose. Is that you? We've been looking for you. Look, we've been looking for you. Are you pro-Rose or are you anti-Rose? We need you. Pro-Rose, anti-Rose, we need you. I wrote some beautiful sparkling prose about my Aunt Rose. <laughs> ah, prose and poetry for Rose and Roetry. I, I would write, I'd, I'd write you some sparkling poetry, but I'm a bit froze. Hmm. It's time for poetry. Get yourselves warm. I'm uh, feeling all the warmth in the world from the sparkling wine and the poetry about my aunt. Mm, yes, I'll have another sparkling wine and aunt, and aunt to eat. <laughs> yes. Good. Excellent. And that's clanging, folks. Thank right you. Thank I want to tell you, wait, wait, I want to tell you something. Us. Oh, are you kidding? I want to do it again. I actually want to do it again. I don't know if we have time. We probably don't. But I just realized a coaching that I've never had time, never said before. First of all, you guys are excellent. You're Fantastic. very, very good at very it. Good. Okay. You're very good at it. Really. really no, fun. and it's just, I, I don't, you know, I just want to help people do it. It helps to embody the speaker, even if it's Ted, who I, Ted's going and I know I'm not next. If I embody what he's saying mm -hmm. and let him sort of puppet my, my body and then let Josh do that and then let Lisa do that, by the time I get there, I've had three silent iterations of practice with where mm. this thing is living mm, and then yeah. you speak it's like it's like when it's like when bob de niro goes and lives in louisiana to prepare for the role mm -hmm. so yeah so you're alive so the whole there, time the thing we we did like a day of this in school called psychological gesture this woman joanna merlin wonderful woman taught us this michael chekhov developed it where they had this is a very archaic thing but they would have like you know if you go like this right and then you'd feel like, whoa, or, or sadness. You know, there were these old timey kind of, now I'm making it sound like Dion's cliche of the school, but- I told um, you, I told you. But, um, but there is something when you, when you do put your body or mimic a voice, that's where you get out of your head, right? Mm -hmm. right because right, right. you're having a somatic experience versus an intellectual one. Anyway, you want to try it again, Dee? Yeah, so look, um, 
yeah, let's do it. Let's do it with all four of us again. Let's let's do it. All right. So, uh, scissors. Oh wait, let's change the order. Mm. No, okay. I'm gonna put Dion, Lisa, Josh, uh, Ted. Okay. All right. Here we go. A lighting unit. A lighting unit. I have alighted upon the unit. I have lighted on the unit. I have lighted the, the abbey, and the eunuchs are now lighted. All of the eunuchs have been lighted. They have lit. Uh, sir, the eunuchs have been lit, and we're ready to go. I believe the eunuchs are lit. Let's start. Sir, I believe the eunuchs are all lit, and I think the show can begin. Places, <laughs> eunuchs! Places, eunuchs! Let's go from the top! I don't want to alarm anyone, but the eunuchs are on the loose. Um, take a look out the window. The eunuchs are on the loose. Uh, take a look out the window. The eunuchs are on the loose. Uh, take a look out the window. The eunuchs are everywhere, and they're loose. I'm going to push this air conditioning vent out the window. The eunuchs are on the loose. The air conditioning is running so fast, it will smash the eunuchs on the loose. Smashing eunuchs on the loose. Smashing eunuchs, my favorite band. <laughs> hey, I got two tickets to smashing eunuchs. Who's with me? Two tickets for smashing eunuchs right here. Hey, buddy, I got two tickets for the Smashing Eunuchs. Listen, don't tell nobody, but I got some Smashing Eunuchs tickets in there for you. <laughs> I, got some, I got some Smashing Eunuchs for you. Uh, for you, we'll smash the Eunuchs. Look, for you, I would smash, I'd smash Eunice here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smash you. So you, you. Eunice is smashed. Eunice, there can be no doubt Eunice is smashed. I can confirm that Eunice is indeed smashed. We did a blood alcohol uh, test on Eunice, and she's out of it. <laughs> Listen, uh, there's no question about it. In all my years of experience, Eunice is smashed. I've never seen a blood alcohol level quite like Eunice. <laughs> if I've seen a blood alcohol level once, I've seen Eunice's, and she's smashed. Uh, if I've seen geniuses, I've seen geniuses per, per drink before, but never like Eunice. I've seen genius. I've had my share of geniuses before. Eunice is the next level. <laughs> I've never listen. I've I've been in the presence of genius, but I've never seen someone wasted like Eunice the drunk. Listen, I've received presents from geniuses, and I'm now drunk with power. I feel like I'm in the presence of someone very powerful. Mm, I'm in the presence of uh, a great power. I can feel the power coursing through me. Mm. That is powerful through me. Whoa, wait. That is powerful every time you threaten to sue me. Mm. <laughs> ah, mm, yes, the sue, mm, the sue, sue me. Oh, I can feel, I can feel, I feel so powerful when I think about suing him. Mm. <laughs> oh, the legal power is rising within me. <laughs> I think Gorvidal put it best when he said, instead of sex, old men like to sue. Uh, I think we'll all get off in this suit. Um, I, I can only get off if I'm wearing this one suit. It's a, it's a VR suit. It's, it's designed to help us get off. It's my virility release suit. I call it my VR suit, and I have to wear it. Sorry. Listen, I have to wear it. There's just no question about it. Listen, I have to wear it. I, I, I've got to wear it. Listen, I gotta wear this. It's my lucky thing. It's you're my lucky thing. You are such a lucky charm. You are such a lucky charm. I'll put you right on a bracelet. Aren't you a lucky little charmer? You're just with me all the time. I cannot start my day without lucky charms. 
Ooh, cereal sugar, lucky charms. Ooh, cereal sugar, lucky charms. Oh, yum, lucky charms. Serious uh, sugar, put down the lucky charms. Oh, seriously, sugar. Seriously, put it down. We've got the place surrounded, sugar. Put down the lucky charms. <laughs> sugar, can you hear me? Sugar, we're outside. Put down the lucky charms. Sugar, come out with the lucky charms in your hands up. Come out with the lucky charms in your hands. We will not shoot. Oh, uh, we will not shoot you. We're not going to shoot you, sugar. This that 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 uh, that that sugar that dress does not suit you. Oh, sugar, that dress does not shoot you. Fashion police, uh, if you don't take off the dress, we will have to shoot you. Stop the car and get out. If you don't take off that dress, we will shoot you. Sugar, if you don't take off that dress, my partner will shoot you. My partner's got a trigger, quick trigger. Uh, we need the dress. Sugar, my partner's got not only a hair trigger, but a nice fashion sense. Take off the dress. Sugar, my partner wants that dress. Take it off and hand it over. Sugar, my partner uh, hasn't worn a dress for years, and he's fallen off the wagon. He needs the dress. Sugar, we'd like you to make an address to the to the troops. Sugar, uh, we'd like you to make an address to the troops. I think they're going to go a little wild when they see you dressed thusly, but let's go. Sugar, these troops are going to go wild for you, so dress up and hit the road. Sugar, beware. When you put on the dress, the troops are going to pounce. <laughs> oh, the troops will pounce when you put that dress on, Sugar. And that's clanging, folks. Yes. Hey. Oh, my gosh. oh, thank you guys for wow. playing with us. That's a, that is a treat. It's electrifying. It does feel like hanging on to it and just being uh, like, so. Hey, so you said it's electrifying. What else? Like, talk right now from that shifted right brain place. How do you feel right now? Hmm. I feel. Oh, I just feel like I want to keep going. I just feel like I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where, let, where else? And I can feel my like, I can, uh, I feel that thing of wanting to do a good thing, mm -hmm. and then being willing to just like repeat what's there, or you know. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like oh. well, I want my contribution to be a good, like good, right? Like yeah, I, right. like I want it to do well. In that way, it's revelatory of like strengths and defects and in, in some ways i mean you you really see your striving perfectionist editor you, you know you see it all it mm -hmm, all comes yeah. out and it, you know it still comes out we've been doing this 20 some years it's it's still it's still there and yeah. i yeah. i get the sense too that doing it with just a pair you don't have as much time to think so as it's going around the, the three of you uh, there are some ideas that are already bubbling up and so then it's hard to jettison those and just respond to josh or just respond to Dion, whoever was in front of me but those moments that, that I can find where I do that and something new comes out are particularly delightful. Like, oh, I didn't know I was going to say that. It's also fun to know, oh, I have just started to speak with no idea where I'm going. Mm -hmm. You know, because I notice sometimes like, um, like I wanted to respond to Dion, but Lisa threw me something. And sometimes I just responded to Lisa, but sometimes I was actually responding to Dion. Good catch. I saw that. Or I would, you know, Lisa would drop a phrase that I would bring back, mm -hmm. which is not quite illegal, but it's, you know, right. you really do want to, the, the, the urging, what we try to do is just respond to the thing. We just guide it back to tight yeah. listening. That's all, you yeah, just yeah. guide it back. But of course, like we got a, another clang pattern I've noticed is that you'll find something safe. You're like, oh my God, we've got the queen. That's something we can say at the end of every line. Let's never let that go. But police you, surrounding a building. Let's yeah. never let go of police surrounding a building. Right, right, right yeah, you know? right, right, and right. And so 
you, you just notice. You just notice. It's like any spiritual um, practice. It just yeah. brings up noticing. Oh, interesting. I'm very afraid to let this thing change because I'm because we had a success. Yeah. And I and yeah. I don't know what else is there. I know that's there, but I don't know what else is there. So don't yeah. leave it. Yeah. So I'd rather reconstitute something that's known. Better the devil you know, but here it's actually better the devil you don't know. Just go mm-hmm. right into it. Yeah. And, and the other thing, I'll say one thing, Dean. The 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 the, the, the idea this thing we've developed is actually a living, pulsing, mutating thing. It's bigger than us. It's got energy on its own. That's where the mystical thing is. So we're figuring this out with you. Like right. we know more about clanging an hour later, spending time with you than we did when we came in. That's right. Mm. So like, we're not experts in this. We're just the world's leading experts in this, but it's not, we're not, we're not actually, we're figuring this out as we go. Yeah. You know, cause yeah. it's yeah. like, it's a, it's a pulsing alive thing wow. and, it, and you can't, capture trademark call you know what i mean it won't be caught it just it just keeps morphing i love yeah. the yeah, generosity I, I love the jazz. generosity it's of jazz that. it's like yeah you have you've got this thing and it's so intimate so specific to the two of you and yet you're letting it breathe and letting it grow and sharing it and it's it seems to be gaining a life of its own i'm really curious to try it out with people and see where it works and where it doesn't and it's it's got such vibrancy to it that's so thank you for for being willing to share with us well my understanding of the word jazz is that it tried to it tried to verbalize in one single word that pumping thing at the heart of life that wants to come out through a horn or a mouth or you know it just but it never goes away and that Mm. and, and and it had a similarity it's not a it's not a mistake that it's close to jizz just so you know, mm-hmm. it's not a mistake. That's part of what it encompasses and, wow, and what it was that. intended to, because yeah. it's like it's life. It's life, mm-hmm. and it's like etch a sketch <laughs> and scene. Oh. <laughs> okay, wow. guys. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. A thank total delight so to, much. to share time. It was with a you. real, real treat. You're very thanks. good at it. Know this that you're very good at it. And if we gave out playing certificates, you'd have them. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was so awesome. I so appreciate your time. This was so much fun. I loved hearing you talk about it. Loved getting to play with you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right. Thanks for having us. To be continued. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. I could talk for four hours Absolutely. with those guys. Absolutely. There's so... It, I mean, A, they're super interesting. I, I want to ask them all about them and all about more about this exercise, but their history and that, their insights. And I mean, they get it, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's... Uh, well, I love that they started doing this thing and then discovered that it was actually full of the secret of it to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. To me, that's one of the marks of of something that is pure you know it's like when you you're not intending to do anything great you're just responding to something that some leading in you and so they had this you know dion describes feeling feral and josh wanting dion's approval because dion was really funny and they're in school together so they start this little back and forth and then it grows and grows and 20 years later becomes a performance and i don't know it's just it starts from this really super innocent pure seed 
and it takes on this, it's almost like channeling, right? Um, I mean, it feels like, it feels like how the way that Dion was talking about jazz as a word that sort of describes this life force that needs to come out is the creation of clanging. It's like, that's why it was created because the two, because between the two of them, there was some energy that, and it found an outlet, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. it found an outlet. Like this is the way we do it. This is the way that we capture and engage in and and revel in our life energy our life force energy or whatever that is that hum humanity or universality or whatever you call it um and it found a way it like found its little you know it's like when you think about it that way as that as this life force sort of creates opportunities to be to to be expressed mm -hmm. and jazz music is one of them and clanging is one of them and i think improvisation is one i mean there's like a lot of them but i love that they I'm also just super fascinated by this system of recording their reactions to what the other person said. Oh my said. gosh, yeah. That was really, and really interesting. I loved that. I loved getting into that because it, it, like the thing that I thought and didn't say because the, you know, like it, the conversation moved on like this raging river, which was glorious, is that it's like they are practicing like clanging has also given them a way to practice really clean communication, <laughs> like really yeah. clear, like, oh, here's the way that what you just said made me feel. Mm -hmm. And we both understand, we both understand, we have, we share a vocabulary, we share a level of understanding of what these words mean and what it means for the experience of the other person. Like if every relationship could right. have could have communication this clear, that's like, oh, when you said this, it made me feel that way. And it's like, oh, got it. Now I know how that made you feel. Oh, I thought you'd like it. I didn't like it. Okay, great. And there's also no, we're not like, yeah, don't put me on trial. Like I'm not gonna defend my not laughing at you. It just wasn't there. Okay, let's move on. Let's carry on, you know? It's like really fascinating and beautiful. and. That reminds me of one of the things that you've taught in improv classes that I've taken with you is about the importance of emotional reactions. And that mm. when when one improviser says something or does something that the other person's character, it really, really helps if they respond some way, if it, if it lands and has an impact and they're changed by it. And that that's part mm -hmm. of what makes the story. And so, you know, they're, they're ensuring that they register Oh, here's how it changed me. And so when you're doing it by text, as Josh said, you can't see, you can't hear, you, you got to let each other know that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then it's also, and it's got to be honest. It's got to exactly. be the real, it's got to be the real reaction. Like you, you know, I'm not going to shine you on because I know you want me to laugh at this. Right. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the, the having to be in the present moment nature of it. And uh -huh. like other games that, improvisation games that I use in, in groups and learning settings and that I know you use as well, where we're just supposed to respond to the thing that came before. As Josh noted, sometimes he was responding to two or three people before in the clang and how hard it yeah. is to stay right with the thing that just happened. And, yeah. and what an invitation that is. So getting reps with trying that out in this game now helps me really stay disciplined with like, yeah, but what's happening now? What can I respond to right. now? And I, I think, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Well, okay. Well, I'll say one more thing. I notice in my relationships with my family, with, with, with Wendy, that is like, I catch myself attaching my emotions or my responses or my thoughts are from two hours ago or three days ago or six months ago. And I'm still dredging that stuff back up. And it's like, yeah. I don't need to do that. That's actually not happening right now. Right. But why my brain is so this game shows me that and gives me a little more strength to, to not do that as much. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, I've talked sometimes about how my, my revolutionary new thought is that improvisation is not the art of invention. It's the art of response. Mm, I haven't heard you say that. It's the idea that like, we think that improvisers are really good at coming up with stuff. And actually they're just really good at responding to what's there. They're really good at, at, at the pieces of response, right? Paying attention, finding what they appreciate about it, accepting what it is, mm. and then, and then building on what's there. Right. So like responding generatively to what's in front of them and that, it's actually a far more important thing to learn how to listen and pay attention than it is to come to learn how to come up with interesting things. Mm -hmm. So similarly, I think the art of presence is actually the art of letting go. Like I think the skill that is necessary to stay present is the act of letting go what came letting go of what came before. Mm, and what will come right? What will come also maybe. They're letting go of the past. Yeah, and like the not attaching to what right. Right. But this idea, like this idea of like, oh, like the action that is required of me to pay attention to the person exactly in front of me is to let go of all the great ideas that I had coming, coming, coming along like that, that unlocking or unhooking from those things mm, mm -hmm. is a, is a, is a step, you know, like, like we have to consciously say goodbye to those brilliant ideas that happened in response to the input of a person, three people before me. Right. But it was so good. Yes. That I want that I'm like attached to that now. Right. And like the thing that has to happen is letting go of it. Mm -hmm. Like what that looks like. Like it's like I imagine like an airlock, you know, like a like a docking station on a on space. A, in space. A space station, yeah. yeah. Like letting just like <sighs> doop, and it goes off into space and you keep keep moving into the future. Bye, bye. I wanted to, I wanted to attach to yeah, that. But dog. it was really good. Yeah. 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 So That's my true. brilliant thought. It's really brilliant, right? And it happens <laughs> all the time in conversation of like, oh, but I, yeah. Can you just I let me speak? Well, no, but I, I want to get my point in. I've got to really, and I'm yeah. going to forget it if you keep going. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Because mm -hmm. it's not happening now. <laughs> So I have a tiny present. ceremony to say goodbye to uh, that idea. <laughs> ceremony helps. Ceremony helps. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. That's really cool. Right. I I'm fascinated by the, the fractal nature of that, the, the pieces of the, the reactions. It's like, as I mentioned, when we were talking with them, they're clanging about how they are responding to the clang. So they just have layers and layers of really made me laugh, really didn't. And then, really made me laugh plus and it just keeps going down and down i know it's, also like this sort of like i send something you send back and i say i thought it would have got a laugh and you wrote you you thought wrong like there now there's this back and forth between about the about yeah about the reactions mm -hmm. to the clang mm -hmm. and the dedication i just love the dedication to i want i i want to show you a good time mm -hmm. And I need to know if you're having a good time. Mm 
Yeah. And like, again, this just like brings me back to this idea of like relationships and how often we miss each other is like, I'm going to do what I think is going to show you a good time. And I'm not going to stop to notice if it's actually showing you a good time. Right. You know, like I'm stuck in my idea of what you're going to like. So I keep doing that and it's not what you want. And I don't notice it because I'm falling all over myself, giving you what I think you're going to like. Oh wow! Yeah. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like sort of like trips into love languages, you right. know, like right. I'm giving you the way that I want to be given to, but it's not filling your cup at all because it's not the way you want to be given to. And this idea of stopping and being like, do you like this? How much do you like this? Mm. Like, are you delighted? Cool. That makes me so happy. You know, and it's mm -hmm. that like, I don't know how much they shift what they bring to it to delight each other more i mean it just really does feel like this language that they've created with themselves yeah i mean clearly clearly they love each other and clearly they have developed the language and and it does go back and forth but yeah you can't i mean for me it, it wouldn't make sense to every single time stop and check like you okay you okay are you are you liking this right it's right. got to go for a while it's got to breathe but then every so often to check in we still we're still doing all right? Okay, cool. And yeah, or like, forward. or like, but you know, the cool thing is that they don't, it sounded like, it sounded like they don't say, did you like this? They oh, right. record when they like it. So it's not like, how did you feel? Like, please fill out the survey, one to 10. How delightful <laughs> was that? But it is like, we're going back and forth. And if there's something that really makes me laugh, I'm going to let you know. I, yeah, I'm going to let yeah, you nice know. Yeah, distinction, right, right. Which is which lets a flow build, like lets the thing continue. Yeah. I mean, it's just like so cool. Mm -hmm. I just love like that, that piece for some reason, I'm just that idea of like, I'm going to let you know that that really delighted me. Yeah. Like, yes, I liked, I liked what you just said. And here's how much I liked what you just said. Right. Like really so fun because that idea that like your delight is an integral part of why I do this. Mm-hmm. It is integral. Your delight, how delighted you are, is integral to why I do this. Mm -hmm. So I've got to know if you're like you've got to tell me if you're delighted. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm in love with that idea. On that note, Lisa Rowland, let me say, I'm delighted that you did this. That we had this conversation, and I Thank hope you. it delighted you as well. It, I loved it. I loved it. I thank you for. Um, Thanks for bringing Dion and Josh onto the podcast. Yeah, I'm glad glad to have met them, and and I'm glad they accepted. It was really fun to yeah. fun to have them on board. But it seems like uh, it seems like a good time to pause and and let clanging get further out into the world. Oh my God! Okay, great. Yes, thanks everybody for joining us. Pa 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 pa. I was going to say ta ta <laughs> and goodbye. I don't. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye. We'll we'll see in the outro in just a few seconds. <laughs> so much for joining us and listening to that conversation that yeah. was so thrilling from the inside i hope that it was engaging from the outside as well beyond flynn josh radner thanks for joining us and and sharing this this gift of a game it's just so fascinating the way it grew from this tiny little seed and became this thing with them and now they're sharing it with the world and sharing it with us and uh, it feels like it's got energy i feel like this thing is going to grow and, and it's going to become a movement I really love, I love, I love all the discoveries that they have made and how they, 
how they talk about it. It seems to con it seems to still give them material, right? Like, or it se it seems to still be juicy after so many years of doing it together and talking about it. And I'm, you know, I'm sure they've been interviewed about it a bunch. And I love that they're still they still seem really engaged in talking about yep. it. It's like really cool. And I think they 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 can see the that they've got a tip of the iceberg for the application of it, right? So. Dion was talking about doing it for innovation, generating ideas with corporate groups, and and yeah. you could, I could see it as you were mentioning about being useful for relationships, or as a spiritual practice, or as a mindfulness practice, and as a warm up for improv or other theater. There's so many, so many applications to this thing. I, I'm going to be fascinated to explore where it can go. So cool, so cool. Really cool. Thank you, everybody. We hope you have. We hope you're happy, healthy, and well. It's raining right now in Daly City, California, mm -hmm. uh, which is actually lovely. It's nice. It's so nice. we hope. Yeah, good to get a little wash, a little refreshment. Speaking of refreshment, this is a shameless transition. If you would like to read about more of what we talk about on the podcast, uh, there's a book called Playful Mindfulness. If you go to playfulmindfulness.com came out of our conversations on the podcast and all these themes of mindfulness and improvisation um, but we'd love to, to get you a copy of that and uh, get you involved in that world as well but um, we're so grateful that you join us and, and keep this going and uh, as we talked about on this episode it's really nice to hear your hear your responses and know it's making an impact so feel free to send a note to info at monsterbabypodcast.com if you want to chat with us or offer some feedback or anything and leave a review on your favorite podcast vendor what's a podcast mm. platform 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 great this uh, leave a review yeah. let us know what you think all right thank you so much everybody be well have a wonderful rest of your moment we love you mm -hmm.